The A Source Podcast. Welcome to the A Source Podcast. <laughs> um, live recording with my fellow co-hosts. We got Annie on the A Source um, account today. We've got my girl Lee on her own Twitter page. You already know. And I'm of course on my own Twitter at Mr. Matty Lee. Um, sorry guys, sorry. We're gonna have to do the countdown again. Someone's echoing, and I think it might be the air hot source handle. <laughs> Is it you? I'm on, I'm on mute though. It must be me in that case. Yeah, it wasn't echoing when you were on mute, but when Matt was talking, uh, it was echoing. So, is it echoing now? No. Okay. Manny, come off mute. Uh, is it echoing now? Yeah. Okay, so Manny, oh, okay. what's your listening situation? I've got my headset in. Uh, try taking it off. <laughs> what, as in take it off and... Yeah, try, try doing this without the headset on, see if that makes a difference. Hello? Hello? Does that make a difference? Any echo, Mother? Motherly? No echoes. No echo, there you go. Boom. We out chat. All right. Cool, so um, shall we start again then? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to invite people to chat? Uh, we can do. Um, in fact, you can start doing that now if you want. Inviting people, whatever. I don't know how to invite, but we can just share. You can see the little share icon in the bottom of the page. Uh-huh. You can invite via DM, copy the link, or you can sh- or share via whatever. <clears throat> anyway, let's start again then. Um. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Air Source podcast, guys. What is this, like episode like 52 now? I think it's episode 52. <laughs> yeah, I'm joined, no, by, yeah. <laughs> I'm joined by Manny, who's using the Air Source podcast um, Twitter page today. And we've got my girl, Mother Lee, on here as well. Hey, She's hey. on her own page. So what's your, what's your Twitter? What's your Instagram? So the Twitter I'm using today is Mother Lee. Instagram is at Morvali. That's M-O-R-V-I-A-L-E-E. And Manny, what's your usual socials? My Instagram, sorry, Twitter is Emmanuel Yates90. Um, that is my handle. And I'm using Earsource underscore handle today. Brett. And of course, for me, it's um, at Mr. Matty Lee on Twitter, at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. So we're switching it up a little bit this week. We're recording live and direct on Twitter spaces because we figured it'd be a way of switching it up a bit, getting a bit more engagement with our, with our listeners, with our followers on Twitter, on social media, and stuff like that. And, you know, just do something a bit different. Like how, I'm going to have to say it, yeah, I'm, I've been inspired to do this by my guy, Iman, who runs the 4231 upfront podcast and he did this i think last week and also with all the discourse that happened a, a week ago as well with lewis Hamilton um being robbed of his f1 championship i saw like the touchline focus team when she was, was sorry pit lane focus team they were um running twitter space like this as well and i thought it was really quite cool how they were doing so it's something i thought we should try doing out of the air source podcast too so let's see how it goes um so yeah, that's how we're here. Uh, what's the first topic of discussion for this week? 
Anyone? I think we're going to start <laughs> off. We'll probably start off with um, some Christmas albums. Did you guys manage to listen to Gucci Mane's um, latest release? <laughs> I did. Titled So Icy Christmas. Yeah, I so, did um, listen to it. Yeah, what? I tried. To... I, 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 I let I let Marvin Lee go first. I know that she had a lot of comments on it. Well, actually, I don't have many comments on it because I couldn't get past track three, um, and that's just <laughs> because I. Well, I struggle. So I've never really listened to his music, right? Only the ones that come on the radio, so like mainly features and stuff. And listening to it, I just thought it was so much trash. Like the lyrical content was poor. Um, and I just think he sounded like, you know, you know, like them American rappers that are just trying to launch their career, and but it might be like Gucci's a legend, though. Yeah, I understand. That. I respect everybody's opinion in it, <laughs> but <laughs> it just reminded me of like, you know, someone would just send you some random DM and it's like, hey, can you listen to my song? Like it just sounded like those kind of people. Mm. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I hear what you're saying. I do. I think I Gucci really Mane is like an acquired taste, though. Yeah, I just really struggled. I, f- I felt like there was no... I didn't get any excitement from it, to be honest with you. It's just about jewellery, money, trapping. I mean, surely, like, you can't still be rapping about trapping when you're making a lot of money. Are we still trapping? Hell up, hell up. Yeah, no, it's, it's almost like... Um perpetuating a lifestyle that he doesn't live but maybe he's just drawing from his past his past experiences you know yeah but how long do you talk about the past we're talking about big big gucci in matt's words right so Mm. surely you've moved on from your past you know i think it's a real difficult one what you mean right because for a like gucci been legend for a long time right i don't know how long he must have been out now for like it must be near enough 20 years he's been a, a recording artist of, like, of a certain caliber, right? And he's always been known as someone that is really about that life, or that will touch a button sort of thing. Like, he's always been that guy, right? And even during, like, some of his peak years, he was just in and out of prison, same way. Even so, he was, like, a millionaire, owning all his masters and doing all of his up career. So... Obviously, now when he came out in prison last time, he had like a really massive change. He that's when he lost all the lost, lost all the weight, was banging out gym, got a hench, and he's basically been clean. I think he doesn't even do drugs anymore. But um, how do you, you? I don't think he can just change his sound completely because then he would just alienate his fan base. So he needs to be talking like you know, doing a gun talk, doing a drugs talk, all that sort of stuff. Because if he's not then no, I that, right? he, he can't become saying, a backpack rapper. I'm not saying like change the whole sound, but I just feel like again, obviously, I only got Press this like free, right? <laughs> um, but it's just like maybe it doesn't have to be like every song. No, I heard that. I heard that. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, way, the way I feel it, right? If the way I see it, sorry, is like, you know when people get annoyed with girls when they go out to eat and all they do is take pictures and take <laughs> videos of their food, right? Yeah. And everyone's like, it's not every day. Or some people don't mind it. But for me, the way I see it is like, it's not every day. Like, ain't you got anything else to do? Or have you not got anything else to rap about? Like, what? 
Ah, oh, I, yeah. I do. And it's true. Yeah. But then, you know, yeah, to be fair, his subject matter is... I don't. I can't think of a really big Gucci Mane song that's not really on that sort of vibe. Like on the, on the album, obviously it's a Christmas album, so there is a couple of tracks that are more Christmas related. But then, and also we've got the track at the end, "Long Live Dolph," which is a um, it's dedicated to to young Dolph. Obviously, we passed away recently, been murdered recently. But uh, apart from that, yeah, apart from that, it's literally just the, the usual, typical shit. So yeah, I hear what you're saying fully. For me, after what felt like this album, like kind of represented what Gucci Mane is best at. He's one of the best like A and R's in the game. So again, a lot of his artists that are currently on his 10-17 label are in jail. I think like the biggest ones. Um, so it's interesting, like. It's interesting to me that he always manages to find talent. I would say the, there's one artist there that was really impressive. Hot Boy Wes, his flow is so sick. And I think there's some talent in that. Um, there was another one. So there's Hot Boy Wes and Big Big Whoop Dog. These, the, the, the names are going to go crazy. But yeah, like... They're definitely like people that have potential, man. Um, so I hear what you're saying, but maybe he's just using that platform, speaking that stuff that he used to live, whilst giving like empowering like the new ones that still probably live that lifestyle um, and enabling them to come up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I fully hear what you're saying. Fully, I do. <laughs> yeah, me right. I'd say with this with this project, right? I didn't think it was anything special, but I will no, say this: yeah, like I don't. This is a Gucci main album. Was expected something special. He has got a couple of actually albums from like beginning to end, but the guy releases music so quickly, and generally speaking, I don't think he has any sort of uh, quality control <laughs> going on there. So, like for me, it's a case of. But, like I listen to a Gucci main album with the hope of hearing a couple of tracks that I like. And then add them to the playlist, knowing full well I'm not going to spin the album in its entirety again, sort of thing. Can't, can't. Um, yay, yo, shout out to Mr. Mr. Jackson. Jeez, big up yourself. Come back. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's actually so weird, you know, because like normally when we record the pods, right, we record it. Just you know, just three of us, or, or if we have a guest, just us, and then we have like a um, we have uh, ability to basically retract comments we make or whatever. We can edit it out basically because we hear it before we send before we put it on the platforms. But with this sort of situation, yeah, it's going out live. Anything we say, you know, I mean, it's just that's it. It's raw. You hear, that's raw. I'm gonna have to make sure that I don't say anything bad today that I later regret. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine, bro. I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> Look, should we, should, so in terms of like ratings, what, what would you give um, So I See Christmas? Yeah, go for it, man. Go for it. Um, I would probably give it a three. I don't think, I thought it was just a bang average one. What about you? A three? That's, that's a lot, man. 
<laughs> okay, I'll say I'll give it a two. But then saying that, it's like this is this is very much this is very much typical Coochie Main. So maybe it does deserve a three. But now for me, I'm gonna give it a two. You could do better. Coochie Main is definitely capable of doing better. So it's a two for me. Morally. It would appear that Morville is having some technical difficulties because I have actually um, sent her an invite to be to rejoin the chat. <laughs> this is the problem with doing things live. You know, you have these issues. <laughs> we'll get her back in a second. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we'll get. Let's settle at a. So you said two, I've said three. Am I willing to change it? I'm not so strong on she's that. Gonna, she's going to say a one or a two. I know that much. Yeah, probably. But all right, cool. So let's just leave it as a two, then. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, all right, so let's see what's going on here. Um, Let's go to some other news then, shall we? Shall let's we, shall do we? Uh, go on. Um, in terms of you, <laughs> it, you know what it is? It's you're doing things live is kind of interesting because you're having to work on the technical difficulties whilst like working alive. Um, I'll, I'll leave you to handle the technical difficulties, but I'll focus more on like what's happened. So, one thing that comes to mind, right, is the drink champ interview that I watched this week. Mm. Um, Big Sean was the guest. <laughs> and it was really interesting because it gave you a lot of insight, not only into good music, it also gave you insight into how Big Sean is perceived as an artist. Yeah. In comparison to his peers, it like it also gave you insight into who he is as a person as well. So I'll be a bit more specific. So recently, there's been a lot of like talk around Big Sean's contract signing in the last drink champ or on a pre-prior drink champ interview, saying that um, Big Sean was his biggest mistake. Um, because Kanye saw uh, Big Sean's endorsement of the Democratic Party as like a betrayal, which he like is adamant and denies, saying that he tweeted Kanye for president first. Mm -hmm. um, so in Big Sean coming to the drink champ, he came there to set some truths. However, it got interesting because it also seemed like Nori wasn't really feeling Big Sean. And it wasn't until later in the interview you kind of, kind of find out why. Um, I think Nori sent um, Big Sean a song back a couple of years back when Big Sean was popping. And then uh, Big Sean ignored his request or something. So Nori had some hurt feelings there as well. So... It, he was trying to sort out the Kanye issue with Big Sean, but equally, Nori was in his usual 
bubbly positivity self. So it, the, the whole thing just felt weird. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it kind of like, yeah, go I, I feel like, like I, I we was having a quick chat about this in, in the WhatsApp, right? And you're saying, it's like, no, no, he's a legend, isn't it? And obviously, he's done very well with his careers and being there, stuff like that. He's not on the same level as an artist like, um, as an artist like, uh, what do you call it? Um, like Kanye West. So basically, he sees Kanye West as someone that could open doors for him. And then Kanye West will say some wild shit, he's loving it. But then maybe it's a weird one because obviously I'm half me thinking he's, he's not saying anything to him because he doesn't want to, to be blackballed by Kanye, right? On the other hand, I'm thinking to myself, he's liking the fact that Kanye is saying some wild shit because of the fact that uh, it gives Jinx champs like more exposure, right? If Kanye come on the, the, the podcast and is just talking in a really conservative manner, not saying anything wild, people aren't going to be aren't going to feel compelled to listen to to get the quotes from it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, with Big Sean now, Big Sean is that more conservative guy. He doesn't. Big Sean doesn't go wild and say random shit without thinking about it because he's a considered individual. And then when he's saying what he's saying, it's like not always like, okay, that's cool. But like, drink some more, drink some more. Let's get you drunk. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. let's say some wild shit. And it's like, well, what was that all about? I didn't really get. He didn't really care for what he was saying. He really just wanted the the hype, essentially. You know. And I don't know. For some people, that's fine. For me, I think I probably. Actually, like, I, I like the hype aspect as well. <laughs> like, but I would, I wouldn't just like essentially dismiss someone that's talking the real truths because it's not giving, you know, giving the, the, the quotables for your podcast sort of thing. Yeah, like the clickbait lets the podcast sell. But equally, like going back to like what was said though specifically, like it kind of felt to me that Big Sean was trying to say. It was tr- like it was. Tr- it kind of felt to me that Big Sean sees Kanye as like an older. Does that make sense? Like, like his big bro almost. Yeah, and he just don't want to disrespect him. I fully agree with that. Yeah, and yet Kanye isn't giving him that respect. And again, it always comes back to Drake, doesn't it? So I think what Big Sean was saying is that this whole awkwardness of Kanye started over a song with Drake. Yeah, Drake and Kanye are back to being cool again. They're not cool and, again. They're definitely yeah. not cool. They're not cool again. Do you, do you know how but, I know they're not cool again, right? How do you know they're not cool again? Because what I've read on Twitter, which it may or may not be true, right, is that when they did this this concert for Amazon, uh, not for Amazon, sorry, for, for Larry Hoover, for the Free Larry Hoover campaign, right, and prison reform, I think what was meant to happen was that they were meant to do like a set list containing the tracks from the new album, pretty much. Right. And so obviously Drake's done most of the tracks from his new album and Kanye is expected Kanye to do the same. But Kanye's gone and basically done his greatest since his greatest hits compilation. So his yeah, his yeah. performance has basically completely outshone what Drake did. And then it's making Drake look kinda of moist, isn't it? But yeah. at the same time, I know that Kanye didn't want to do that in the first place. He basically had a gun to his head. <laughs> we, we all saw his apology, his apology statement. So, so yeah. Um, 
so yeah, for me, I just think to myself, that situation, it reminds me a bit of when Wiz Khalifa was getting into it with Kanye, right? And one of the things that Kanye said was... Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa didn't get in with anyone, man. Jeez. Bro, this is back when the Amber Rose situation was taking place. So he remember Amber Rose was with Kanye yeah. then with Wiz. Right? Do you remember that? Oh my gosh. This is a long time ago. And this is and so they, they almost had a fight in it, yeah. And these times Wiz wasn't trying to fight Kanye, he just wanted to talk to him because Kanye kept making like comments and obviously he's making comments about his girl. So he's like, Let look here, yeah, let's just talk about it sort of thing and stop this foolishness. And remember Wiz Khalifa is, is a lot younger than Kanye West, I believe. I think like Wiz is about thirty two, thirty three, something like that. Kanye must be like four something now, I believe. So You'd expect the maturity to be on Kanye's side, but it's not there. Anyway, um, after that happened, Kanye said something along the lines of, look, Wiz, I wish I had a, a shape like you, like a body shape like you, because clothes just fit you so well, but I don't give a fuck, whatever. I'm the greatest rapper of all time. We never went on one of his tirades, whatever, right? And I thought to myself, this guy is really odd, because I can't think, like, to, for me, right, I, that's not the sort of comment I'd make to someone that I'm beefing. Like, Manny, if if, I, if you pissed me off here, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, Manny, like, I know that you're, like, a wedge spreader and all that sort of stuff, yeah, and I wish I could be wedged like you. But I don't go for my own thing. Like, I wouldn't say that. I'm just going to cast the guy out from, from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, sure. so that was it. Weird. But my point I'm bringing it back to you with Drake, right, is I really think that Kanye has, inferior, has an inferiority complex with Drake, right? And that is why whatever Drake does... Kanye feels the need to one-up him. And this even follows through to the whole album release situation, whereby they were both waiting for the other one to release first, because the other one wanted to go first. It's like Kanye... I don't think Drake has that if, if, in himself. I think Drake just believes he's the big dog and, and that's that, right? But Kanye definitely has this this little man syndrome and he doesn't need to have it. He's a billionaire, net worth-wise. And... A very, very, very successful artist. Like he, there's no one really bigger than Kanye in the industry. So I don't understand why. You know what I mean? Why he feels a need to feel this way? One would argue that there are quite a few artists that are bigger than Kanye. Like you, you could argue Drake is bigger than Kanye. You could argue Jay Z is bigger than Kanye. Beyond, like there's a lot of artists bigger than Kanye. Right? I, I don't think. I, I think when you, when you. When you take away, say, not me take away, when you add in the fact here that Kanye's produced so many bangers for other people, right, there's really not many. Like, even when, like, we look at, if we just actually look how many hits he's made himself, plus the hits he's, he's made of other people, I don't think there are many that are bigger than him. Like, even someone like Jay Z, right, I don't know what Jay Z's record sales are like compared to Kanye's, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kanye's closed it in on him, like, big time. Like, even like this week, Kanye West became the first artist to have 10 albums. With over over a billion streams on Spotify, like that's a madness. Yeah. Ten albums. Most artists ever make ten albums. <laughs> like, that's crazy. But then Kanye fans are crazy. Like he's got he's got mainstream appeal. Like it depends on what you're you're classifying as big. Like in terms you of you know, I hate Kanye. He's a dickhead. I'm not going to lie. He's huge. Yeah, I, I don't know. I like. <laughs> I think, like, don't get me, don't get twisted. Kanye's huge, right? But in terms of the biggest, biggest in the game right now, in terms of hip hop, 
it's definitely between him and Drake, and I don't think Drake is number two to Kanye. Like I said, yeah, if if, if we're taking it just as rappers, then sure, I agree with that. But when you bring in the rapper producer thing, then I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So it's one one. We'll we'll give it. <laughs> So yeah, that's one one, right? Okay, fair. But then you go the whole Yeezy thing, and then Drake So that's what I mean. Kanye doesn't need to be like this. He needs to just like realize that he's done a lot in life. He's accomplished a lot. He's doing extremely well. Like let's put like come on, yeah. Even if Kim Kardashian, I don't I don't like any of the Kardashians either. But Kim is the baddest Kardashian. She's the OG basically. Right? She's the one that made the family pop, right? She was definitely one of the most sought-after women in the world. Probably still is, right? And he, he wiped it. Literally bred it up, yeah, like, if that sounds wrong. He had kids with his wife, right? And what... You know, okay, maybe Drake slapped... Maybe Drake smashed this woman in it, so maybe that's part of the reason as well. Matt, but, I can't uh, take you. I just can't take you. But anyway, go on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that, like, literally, he has no reason to be upset. He needs to just move on from this man and, and just continue to make his bread. And, and live life in jail because otherwise it's going to just keep fucking with his mental and that's why he has what are you saying um, Pete Davidson is like messing up with his head and that Pete Davidson's the worst person to have smashed your woman because I, I, I look at what happened to Mac Miller rest in peace right he, he, he obviously Pete Davidson got Ariana Grande after Mac Miller was dating her and then he started sending um, shots at Mac Miller. And, like, if you... Like, there's one thing in life, right? That the only thing that's worse than having a gangster take your woman, like, a gangster that will really fuck you up, right, is having a comedian take your wife. Because <laughs> when they start sending shots, it's really... It's long. What are you meant to do? It's a comedian making everyone off at you. It's long, isn't it? So I, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't even wish that on... Okay, I wish I'm on my enemies, but <laughs> it's, it's long. It's long. No, I hear you, I hear you. Um, but I am trying to finish this big Sean point. That's what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no, that's all good. So going back to Big Sean, I guess just to close up, close that that chapter off, right? Um, I don't know. I don't really know what Big Sean wants. I think he's still upset with Kanye. He wants his masters from from Kanye because Kanye promised to give all his artists their masters back. Yeah. Which still hasn't done. And I think I think he just wants respect in the game. But how he acted in that interview, it was almost like a little boy. Like it wasn't big Sean, it was little Sean. Do you know what I'm saying? This is this is his issue in everything. It's like I remember when he was on, on uh what is it? What's the Breakfast Club? He's in the Breakfast Club, right? And he was saying how he said he said something along the lines of I believe I am the, the best rapper in the world. And that's how he said it. <laughs> like, there was no conviction in it. You know what I mean? I believe yeah, there's I'm no the best. test. With like, you've got to back your talk, in it. In it, exactly. So, like, I don't really understand it with him. It's like he, he's technically good enough to be the best. I don't think he's part of projects, apart from Dark Sky Paradise, that could compare to, like, what the best works of Drake and Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole, right? And they all have multiple albums that are of that quality. But he doesn't back his talk and he he's not a braggadocious person. He's, he's really humble no. and that affects it. In, in hip-hop, 
you have to be that guy in it. You got to, you know, even Kendrick. Kendrick's someone that just comes out on a bus tip, and then after that, he just goes away, away back into his cave, <laughs> never to be seen again. Yeah. Until the next album comes out, it's, it's actually mad. No, you will come and sneak this on a couple features here and there. Here and there, but even that's less and less nowadays. Yeah, yeah you he needs to do something. Yeah. What does what does yeah, money? I, think... I don't have an opinion on this. I'm okay. not gonna lie, but what I will say though is, generally speaking, sometimes when people have a quote unquote obsession to like outshine other people, maybe there's actually an underlying issue that we don't know about. What's your thoughts on Big Sean in general? Does he give you big energy? No, not really. Only some, like, when I listen to some of his songs, <laughs> um, I, I get energy, but, like, just as a person, I'm just like, no, you're, like, boo. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not scary. You're not, like, enticing. You're nothing. You're just plain. Man, yeah. when you said big energy, was you missing the word out there? No, he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He was. No, 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 no. He was. But it's true, though. Like, there's a certain thing about a way a guy talks and carries himself, whatever, that defines, like, you know, how how people perceive him, innit? And like I said, Big Sean doesn't really do that sort of stuff. He's not really making them boss moves. But he's started his own record label now. And I guess he's going to sign up an artist for that. So we can see how, how that changes things in the future. But, um, yeah. I think it's, he needs to. He's not going to ever get that number one spot anyway. That's already a given, and it's largely to do with the way people perceive him more than the quality of his work. But, Although even that needs to be step up. Yeah. Cool. So next topic. What was next? What? So do we talk about Young Blue? Yeah, I loved that album. <laughs> I mean, it was like six tracks or seven tracks, but I loved it. Honestly, um, I had to ask you guys, like, what the heck's happened to him? Because he's really pouring it out. But yeah. content-wise, oh, was I, that I what you were asking that. about? Because you asked the question, like, literally on the same day you asked the question, he he been posted on Twitter talking about how he's really upset about it, how his concert went. But no, it wasn't in regards to his his, his project that he dropped when I answered that question. Yeah, well, I just thought, oh, bless. Like, literally, he just felt, felt, I felt like he was going for a lot. The album is called, it does sound the EP is called No, I'm Not Okay. Yeah, So literally. he's definitely using the therapy space, isn't he? Yeah, and I, I really appreciated the content. Um, As much as it had foul language, which is, is what it is, it's a given, isn't it? Um, I appreciate what he was talking about and like, what he was going through. Like, it was just clear that it reminded me of, I know this is wild, the comparison is wild, but it reminds me of some type of work that Ed- Adele would put out if she was a rap artist. Really? I don't think that's wild. Because you're saying that basically Adele is basically, her music, her music reflects her life most of the time, right? Yeah, it's so all I about her feelings and what she's going through. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I heard that, I heard that. 
Um, for me, but I didn't really get an understanding of what he was going through. Do you know what I mean? Like, I it did feel dark and depressing, but I didn't really go into deep. Well, we we've got his gal was doing a lot. Yeah, we did. We did. But it wasn't. It wasn't like I don't know. It wasn't. It it didn't almost feel relatable. Do you know what I mean? Like it. Like it felt as though it felt like I could feel his pain. But then I think where Adele kind of like excels is she makes songs that are more relatable. Whereas this was just almost like, as you've mentioned earlier, like damn, is he okay? Sort of thing. Like it's more so worrying, but. It's not, it was equally, it was enjoyable music at the same time. You know Do you know what, I mean? what? It was timely because based off the last podcast we had and last week when we were talking about mental health and men being okay, um, I just thought it was timely because that was the discussion we had last week. If you get what I'm saying. Yeah. You know what, right? yeah. I agree with you. And this whole mental health discussion, like, it's a, it's a, it's so interesting, man. And I, sometimes I want to say some, say some things that maybe not politically correct when it comes to that whole aspect about opening up, right? But I saw that someone died last week. It was all over social media, an Asian brother, and he put up a long Instagram post about how he's always been the one that people would turn to for support and stuff like that. But now he's giving up himself, right? I thought it was really sad. But then I also saw another post, and it was on. It was a comedy thing, right? But I didn't find it funny. But it was basically saying how this girl had always wanted her man to open up to her and like show a bit of um, fragility, and and you know it showed how he needs that support and whatever. And then when he did, she got the ick. Didn't want to be with him anymore, and broke up. <laughs> and I thought to myself. It's just a fucking trap, isn't it? No, it's, it's like, not. You know, it's a trap. I, the thing Go is, on. I've experienced a man opening up, right? And this man was just a wicked man. Because once I experienced him opening up, I felt like he used that to manipulate me a lot of the time. Interesting. Wait, hold on. I've heard that sort of thing before. I have heard it before. Wait, so how, huh? so how did... That almost sounds like a Uno card, like flip reverse it. Like so, was he guarded for yeah. a long time? Then gave you the opener, and then Uno flip reverse. So basically, <coughs> kind of, well, yeah. So he was like guarded for a long time. Like he had life experiences which I think he didn't process. So once he started processing these experiences, every minute it would just be emotional about something. Like you know when you want to. So, for example, say there's an issue, we need to discuss it. All of a sudden, you're crying. What the fuck, man? Let's not do that. But then if I say something like, what the fuck? It's like, oh, you're being a bitch. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm here upset and, like, you're not even paying me any mind. And it's just like, it was really manipulative. Yeah. I I hear that too, right? and I believe there are situations where the guy literally does do that to manipulate the woman. But I've also like had, I've also seen online and heard of it, heard about it from like friends as well, or friends or friends, whatever. Whereby a guy's opened up to a girl, and then they have a falling out, and then the girl's just like out there chatting his business, and then even sometimes they said that the guy has 
basically told them some things in order to manipulate them, to make them feel sorry for them and to make them want to, like, you know, love and support them. And I think to myself, like, it could be true. But then they've told you something in confidence and now you put it out on the internet. So, like, you know, what what is basically, but... Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a mad one. And it's the thing, so I'm never going to yeah. someone, like, don't speak about your, your issues, but I sometimes think to myself... It's better to talk about your issues with your boys than it is to to tell your woman unless that is like your wife, like proper. Because you like you can't be just chatting stuff to women because they. We, I I know the group chats crazy, you know. I know there's women, there's female group chats are crazy, and they will burn a guy for 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 opening up. And yeah, I I me personally, and it's probably it's like again, this is not the political thing to say, but for me personally, right, I would rather just not say anything and firm it. Than, than open up and have my personal but, confidential information out there for the world to hear. And but I think I think as men, yeah, that's where we kind of falter though. Like, I think we shouldn't use our emotions for manipulation purposes. But equally, like as young blues done on this EP, like we should open up more. Like and not have it all on our chest because then again it does lead. That's why suicide rates are all, you know, so high with us men because we just bottle it, bottle it, and then end up doing a madness. Do you know what no, I'm saying? True. I was always supposed to talk on it, but you have to be so careful who you talk on it with, bro. And, and yeah. it's a shame that some people don't have they don't, they don't have someone they can trust like that. You know what I mean? That's that's the sad part, really, because you know. Yeah, like for me, I'm lucky and I'm blessed with like a good friendship circle. I've got, I've got family, friends. I've got loads of people I could turn to and speak to if I need to, and and about different things as well. Like if I want to like do investment stuff, that I'm I'm there and talk to some money. I might even talk to some more about it as well. I know she knows her stuff as well. And then if I want to talk to her about what I've got like like family members and even some friends that I talk to about that sort of stuff as well. But generally speaking, if it was that deep. If it was like a mad embarrassment or like a proper sticky situation, if I can't tell my dads, I'm gonna have to just keep it to myself because like it is it is literally that is is that mad. Like that's how I see it. I can't I couldn't I don't, I think that for me the embarrassment of having my stuff aired out on the internet would be more detrimental to me than uh the, the helping air. Listening to what I'm listening to my grief and maybe giving me some advice more than benefit. That person that is going to be sharing your business on the internet, that person needs to do some internal work. That person who thinks it's okay, 100%. Someone... 100%. But you know what? Yeah, we live in an evil Did world. You get, baby. Like, it's a real evil world we live in. <laughs> but also, if you choose if you choose to air my business out of spite, yeah, mm. you deserve to get punched in the face. Oh, for sure. And when you do, don't talk. But then it all escalates, isn't it? So then now you no. punch one in the face. Now you got assault charges on you. <laughs> 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 so it's either you go into you go into prison or you go like just to heaven or hell, one or two. Yeah, it's true. yeah. I just want to take this opportunity just to restart the room quickly. Um, look, this is the ESOs podcast. We put out podcasts <laughs> every Saturday. Um, we're basically reviewing the latest albums uh, dropping in hip hop. Um, big up the listeners that we got in, uh, Mr. Jackson, Tequa, 
Um, some geezer with a logo. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yeah, but, but Jimmy Noobs. Like yeah? <laughs> but Jimmy Noobs is listening. It, uh, I give him that guy's name, but it is what it is. Um, <laughs> yo, nah, thank you anyway for joining. But yeah, let's go back into it. So what did you actually think of the EP, though? So we're talking about Young Blues, um, No, I'm Not Okay EP. I loved it. It was like a story, um, and you know I love a story. Um, it was an easy listen. Um, I will definitely rate it. Okay, so we do a rating system where we have five is one being the worst ever thing possible and five being like world class. Um, and I would probably rate it a three because it was an easy listen and I really enjoyed it, but um, it wasn't standout, standout, standout to be like a four or five. What did you think of this song with Monica as well? That was a bit shocking. I was like, whoa, big, got a big gun in there. What, what number was that? Um, that was the Family Feud track, the third one. Oh, no, I liked that. I really, really liked that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I liked it. I'll probably give it, like, in terms of, I'll give it a four. I thought it was really good work of art there. Um, it was only an EP, so it's it short, like 30 minutes and that. So you can't really give it too much credit, but four anyway. Matt, what are you thinking? I, I, I couldn't really connect with it. But at the same time, I, I agree it was a really easy listen. It, the, the songs just flow well, the production's good, he's crooning, but at the same time, I wasn't really deep in it either. But I don't think I will really go back to it, because like, when I hear, like, I don't like to hear depressing music in it, really. And I feel like that was kind of in that category for me. So it's a, it's a three for me, to be honest with you. Why, like, why would you release that so close to Christmas? Like, people are not trying to be depressed, man. Dude, save that for February. That's like Christmas you've got no Valentine's Day date in it, so you're gonna be depressed in your house by yourself or some shit. But like um, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad, it was it was good. Young Blue's got is a tiny artist. Manny, I'm gonna send some Christmas sprinkle and Christmas cheer your direction. Even though I don't celebrate this pagan holiday, I'm gonna send yes, you some you, do. <laughs> you need to get out of here, Matt. <laughs> 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 no but for real though like a lot of people uh, like are depressed especially people that are lonely and, you know, have no turkey and or vegans and that they're depressed you know it's Christmas where's Bob Goldoff and them man them man they're alright look anyway <laughs> so we're leaving it as a. I think the median score anyway was free, so we'll leave it at that. Right? All right, cool. Again, big up. I think we got Mr. Oscar in the room yet. Big up yourself there, G. All right, so going back into it, um, what do we want to chat? What was the next one? There was one more album that wanted to smack out the park. Roddy Bitch, baby. Oh yeah, like Liz, Liz. Just to ask if anybody had any um any in the, anybody in the audience wanted to give their take on anything. Yeah, if you guys want to jump in, just send a request and we'll add you into for the conversation real quick. Yeah, yeah. Come, come chat some shit with us. You get me? I, I keep <laughs> seeing someone putting out some emojis like theirs. I I try and invite that person to speak, but I think that person is a bit shook in that. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't start sending shots at our, 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 our listeners, bro. 
What did you think of the project? Is this his it. first album since the box? Yeah, it is. He's, he's, his last album was so successful that this is like this yeah. is is almost not coming out. His first album was so successful that this is pretty much the yeah, soonest that is um that earliest that his next one could come out because it's it's albums kept on going for it forever. Like the tracks, the popularity of the tracks just kept going. Yeah, works high fashion, all that sort of stuff. Like, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so? In terms of like singles and stuff, or like how the album flowed, did you think it like flowed well? Okay, let me, let me just give you my review, right? Mm. I when I first heard Roddy Rich's song, I don't what song I heard first, right? But it was a banger, and I thought, okay, guys made a good song. Then I heard another song. I was like, oh, I like this song too. So let me listen to the album. This is like his first album I'm talking about here, right? This is the album. Oh, the album's really good. This guy might have a bit of talent. I'm going to like keep an eye on him. And then obviously his stardom just kept growing and growing and growing. And then his second album comes out. And I was really quite excited for it because of the, the quality of the first album. But I don't think I'd heard any singles yet because I don't really listen to singles too much. I like to hear them in the project. And the project's sick. I really like it. It's like, basically, Roddy Rich is just very talented. He's a very scientist. He puts together really good albums and he's a future star. I think he'll be one of the, he might well be the person that takes over from Drake. Really? After. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd probably be like what Drake, Nas, and the same. It'd be Roddy Rich, X, and someone else who'd be up there as, a, as the top artists. And Lil then, Baby. And um, Lil, Lil Baby as well, of course. So yeah, that would be that's probably be it. Lil Baby, Ready Rich, and Lil Nas X. Even so, I don't think he really makes hip hop, but yeah, he'll be the one. It'll be them three, even. And yeah, the album's really good. Basically, it flows together well, and there's so many tracks on the album could be singles, and every single featured artist delivers. So I don't know what else you can really want from an album, but it delivers it all. The only gripe I have is the same gripe I have every year with every good album that comes out in the winter, and that is they should have released it in the summer because that's when the vibe is a bit stronger. But that's about it. So, Morgan, what did you do? So, my thing is, yeah... What's your thing, okay, baby? Positive things. Uh, 18 tracks, 51 minutes. So I guess the songs were quite long enough, yeah? I did not get past track three. And it might have been because of... Um, it might have been because when I was listening to it. Maybe it was my mood. Maybe I just wasn't in the vibe to listen to it. Because I was like, literally, this is live life fast. Like, can we grow up again? Again, you Run know the whole, back, like... Man. The album bangs. Yeah. Run it back because the album bangs literally. Just be in a better mood this time. Yeah, maybe I was just in a really, really bad mood because I was just like, oh, for fuck's sake, this again? Like, and it's not Roddy Rich that's my problem. It was just the content that was my problem for the like first 
three tracks. I saw what Future was track three, and I was thinking, oh yeah, life's good. Like hopefully I'll get something that I'd vibe to, and I just really didn't feel it. Um, but maybe I just need to go back and listen to it again. So I'm not going to rate this album because I feel like it might be unfair now. Because you didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I tried, I tried, but my, where I was trying to listen to it, it didn't make sense. I hear you, I hear you. Manny, what are you saying? Also, no, before we go, right? Manny, I want to, want to gen- gently remind you lot, I only started listening to music again recently since I started doing this pod. Okay, that's fair. So I guess like for some people, some, some artists are like, even so they've been out for a little while, they're still kind of new to you what sort of content they make. But what I will say though, with the Roddy Rich album, there's a point in the album, I think about halfway through, where he literally just slows it all down. So that's why there's more like R&B tracks sort of thing. Okay, like, I, I wouldn't like even that. call them R&B, but it's like they're not so, you know, aggressive or sexualized. About vaginas or... and um, making money. Basically, basically. Yeah. I mean, his breakout single was called The Box, so that's basically... Is that beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep. <laughs> For a very, very long time, I did not know they were talking about a woman's vagina when they referred to it as a box. You know, a woman's vagina is a great conversation topic. Say again. Have you never heard the saying before? No, I have, but I just thought there was other things that could be a box, like a cardboard box. No, no, it's definitely talking vagina. Okay. Okay. With, so, did you have more on that? Um, No, that was it for me. I can't. Okay, cool. So, I think, like, my review kind of fits in between you and Matt. Like, I listened to the project, but I had to listen to it. I I had, I replayed it, but I couldn't listen to it all the way through. I didn't feel as though it was a strong album. Like, there was some songs that were strong. I think his intro um, on Live Live Life Fast, Ilf, I I believe it's called. Um... (sighs) He had the Slow It Down song with Ty Dolla Sign and Alex Hazy. Moved to Miami with Little Baby, which was all right. But, Paid and by I think, yeah. It's crazy as well, my G. Which one? Oh, yeah, Pay My Jesus. Pay My Jesus well. Take Off. Yeah. Like, so most of the songs, not all of them, but most of the songs with features were probably like the strongest efforts on the album. Um, but, he, I don't think he delivered, like, like I was looking for, like, a massive single on it. Again, that was missing from this project. I didn't feel like there was a massive single on there. Like, I feel like he I needed a bit of... Say I think, that, I, think, I think that any one of those features, any one of those songs that were featured on it probably will become a massive single, and I could really see the one with Little Baby becoming a massive single simply because it's got Lil Baby on there. Yeah, uh, pretty much everything Lil Baby touches turns to gold now. 
I don't know, man. I don't know. I, don't, I just didn't. I just didn't, like I can hear when the song bangs. Like as soon as I heard the box, without even any radio play, I knew that it was a banger. Listening to this album, like there was no songs that I listened to that gripped me. Um, like I felt like his subject matter was almost too wordy in a way. Like he kind of just needed to, to simplify it and just enhance his melody more because that's why people listen to him because his sound is like almost unique in a way. Right. Do you know, you what, you know ABC rhymes? No, I'm saying, yeah, I'm saying keep it simple. Like you're a melodic rapper. Do you know what I'm saying? Like don't, I think, I think he goes a bit too hard with, he, he went a bit harder than he did last time. Like with High Fashion, for example, that song was nice and, and simple, catchy, straightforward. Like you don't, I don't feel as though you had something of that equivalent on live fast, live life fast. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's just my thoughts anyway. Hey. Like in terms of repay value, I don't think there's, a massive amount for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, I, hear, I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah. you're wrong, but I, I do hear what you're saying. What? <laughs> 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 no, I'll be really like the album. But okay, what's, what's your ratings then? We're really such a look at the rate. I'm going to rate it at four. What are you saying, Manny? I'm gonna rate it a four as no, a three. I'll give it a three. Three. Yeah. Right, it's cool. just, I think it's just mediocre from your your view, Manny. Right? Yes, I wouldn't say mediocre. I would say it's it's average. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> If I was, there was no if, bang. If like, the average, you know what I'm saying? Medium, mediocre, average, middle, whatever. <laughs> no, like, it is. Like, I don't know. What was, that's what I asked you. What was, like, your favourite, like, song or single on there? My one. My one was yeah. um, Paid by Juice, was it? Paid by Juice with Takeoff. That was a bang. And I also did like slow it down with Ty Dollarson and, and Alex Isley. I think the, the reason all the features why back, all of them. I, I don't think the reason why I didn't like gravitate to that song heavy as well is because Jay, uh, Jamie Fox at the end of the uh, prior song was like using his um, gold gold. Was it the gold digger? Yeah, no, yeah, it, was, yeah. it was gold digger song, isn't it? Yes, gold digger. Yeah. Like, yeah, using his gold digger lyrics to say, oh, this generation, you guys don't know how to slow it down. Come on, man. Teach him how to slow it down. And then I was like, oh, shit. Jamie Foxx in this bitch. Wait, wait, do, do, do that again? Do that again for me, real quick. You guys, you don't That's know how to slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yeah. that, Manny. Exactly like that. That's exactly how he said it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Um, that's it. I just felt as though 
like it was just I was a bit disappointed with the slow down track as well. How can you have big Jamie Foxx come and do intro and you don't deliver? Damn, man. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah. Alright, cool. Um let's let's talk about the Once Upon a Time in America Festival. Because um there were two significant events that took place there this past weekend. Um yeah. can I outline them or yeah, please, please. yeah, go ahead. All right, cool. So the first one was some really, really quite positive, beautiful, good news, which is that sorry, had the burp there. Um was that um Lil Duck proposed to his longtime girlfriend India Royale. And that's just really cool. Like you don't really see much of that nowadays, really in the rap game. How many artists are really getting engaged like that? And even then, how many of them are like, you know, proper street rappers like Dirk? Like Dirk here is like probably one of the most street rappers there is when you think about it. Like he's always loses someone every week. It's probably the first bit of positive news that's come out for him recently, other than his chart successes. I'm surprised he left him out of that list of the uh, new rappers. I don't think that Lil Durk is going to see that proper mainstream success, to be honest with you. I, I don't know why I think that, but I just I just don't see it. Like when I see Lil Baby, it seems like it just seems like he's getting that, you know, proper he could be on top of the pop sort of thing. I kind of feel as a little Dirk has more crossover appeal than um Little Baby, to be honest. I, I think right that people are scared to do business with Lord Duck because of the amount of murders that take place around him. Whether it's you know, whether Lord Duck sees the murders in a positive or negative fashion, as in is it his ops or his his friends or family, whatever. But simple die around him, I think it makes it difficult to want to put your company's name, your business name in the same yeah. sentences. You know what I mean? Whereas Lil Baby, although he's he's a very much a street nigger, his nose is clean. He keeps his nose clean. Like you don't really hear about oh a little baby associate gunned down in Atlanta. Like you don't, that doesn't happen. Or associate of little like baby. He take drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they they Sorry, be taking drugs, but I don't, even then maybe Lil Baby don't like he's like, he seems a lot like Lil Wayne to me. Like he seems like Okay, that's a really bad example of someone not taking drugs, right? But Lil Wayne takes loads of drugs. But what I mean is that Lil Baby seems to be a workaholic. He seems to always be recording. He's always got another song coming out. He's always dropping something. And it's a good look, right? So, yeah. Um, I see him being a superstar. I don't really see Lil Dirk doing it. But if he does, I'd be very happy because... Um, yeah, Lil Dirk came out with like Chief Keef and, uh, and Chief Keef dropped an album this week as well that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. I think it's good for him. But um, yeah, it's to see him come from that background alongside Chief Keef. You see that the others that came up at that time, Chief Keef hasn't actually really fulfilled his potential like Lil Dirk has. And what's the other guy, Lil, Lil Reese? He's, what is he doing, bro? He's just out there getting shot every couple of weeks. So yeah. Um, It'd be nice to see Lord Dirk succeed at that level, but I don't see it. But yes, anyway, he proposed to his um, long-time girlfriend, who's, who she seems to be someone that's about getting this money herself as well, which is a good look. She's not just someone that's trying to be on Love and Hip Hop and get in drama every week. She seems to keep her nose relatively clean as well. And mm -hmm. 
do a do a thing. So it's a, it's a good look. It might be a little power couple there, Jay Z Beyonce. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, the same festival. The one Clive, bro. After she shut up them intruders, he was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that's my B. <laughs> that's that's the one for me. For real. And like to be fair though, like I I, I think you can't date Lil Dirk unless you are about that life because one way or another he's always seems to be embroiled in some shit. And you know what I mean? He, he needs he needs to have a woman that like literally knows how to survive or die. Literally. And I think there's a lot of rappers that can that necessarily need that, but he does. More of a question for you: Would you pop on some intruders for you for you, for you dude? <laughs> More of a Hello. Would yeah. you? <coughs> Sorry, say that again. I missed would, it. Would, would you would you shoot up would you shoot up a home invader for your for your baby daddy? Not my baby father, but for my man. Yeah. What? Don't come and mess with us. Okay. Okay. So okay. So, yeah. The, the guy you're with. Yeah, yeah, why not? Oh, yeah. I think to be fair though, I think most people would. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's I think yeah, either way, because I think there's a guy. Who's <laughs> my son's dad? I'll be like, sorry, down the hall to the left. No, nah, I'm shoot it. <laughs> 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 there's a guy from Wilding Out called Hitman Holler. He's a oh. battle rapper. There's a guy in Wilding right. Out called Hitman Holler. He's a battle rapper. Like he's, he does Wilding Out, but he's also a battle rapper. Right? And he was he must have been away doing the show. And he's he suffered a home invasion. Like his girlfriend was at home by herself, and apparently, well, she got shot, but she also shot her assailant. But the assailant managed to get away. This happened a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a month ago now. But like, yeah, yeah I yeah. think it's one of those things. By it's not a case of would you do it for your for your partner. It's a case of would you do it to save your own life? Because in America, everyone's carrying weight in it, so. You have yeah, to. You have to. Killed, you have to be it? able to. You have to really to 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 bust your shot if if, if you have to. It's anyway. Right? Yeah. Speaking of um, shots fired, did you guys see how they were celebrating Carl Rittenhouse? Bro, that's ridiculous. But we get there. I still haven't said the second part of what happened at the festival. So oh, so, so, yeah. so, so yeah. So um, there was a fight. At the festival, a really bad one. Apparently, there was a couple of fights. So, like, one of them was with Rack 100 being attacked whilst he was on stage, and the other one was with Drake Kiro the Ruler, who was a, a up and coming artist from LA. And it's the weird one because although he's up and coming, he's been out for a long time, but he was actually in prison for a long time as well. Um, for he was doing time for a murder that he didn't actually commit. So he was released like last year, I believe, um, from prison. Uh, and his career was like picking up again. Obviously, he's booked on to to perform at a festival, and um, it seems as though a whole bunch of gangsters from a different set or a different gang altogether, I'm not sure which one it is, uh, managed to get in around the back of the festival, and they literally just stabbed him up. He got stabbed in the neck. And Where's the This is the thing, right? So Drakeo is like a, he's a proper like gangbanger like he, he was properly on the streets before right and so he probably has got mad beef and apparently he wanted to come in with like about 20 guys or something like that or I think I saw, I saw 20 guys or three carloads of people something like that so he wanted to come in with and they were like nah you're not doing that so he was basically left like kind of skinny on the security front and then the actual festival security clearly didn't do their jobs because these guys managed to get in and, and do what they wanted and it seems as though 
although Rack managed to win his fight, he's very lucky because it wasn't. It seemed like these guys weren't just carrying their fists; they were carrying knives as well. So, yeah, that's pretty. It's pretty sad. And like, all the places to lose your life in the festival, you think you'd be safe there, right? But you know, sometimes these things happen. I remember a couple of years back. Remember, Krebs got attacked at at a BBC. Um, event concert. Oh, I remember yeah. that in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, and it's, he was in the VIP mm. section, and, he, and like, yeah, that was mad. So these things do happen, but like, damn, to lose your life like that is it's crazy. But mm. yeah, so recipe cure the ruler. I actually did listen to his projects, and he's actually a decent rapper. Although his his rapper style reminds me of E Forty, but he's actually a decent rapper. Wow. Was he from the Bay as well? No, he's from. Actually, no, he's not from the Bay. I don't think he's from the Bay area. But I'm not sure exactly what part of Cali he's from, though. I had to Google that. Um, yeah, no, that, that's sad, yeah. though, man. RIP to, to, to Draco. Um, man, it respect. just seems like rappers are just good enough to actualize them. And that's why... You heard the thing about Freddie Gibbs and Jim Jones as well. I'm happy that's dated just hands rather than... Um, but yeah, just run the fave, man. There's no need to be killing but, people. You know what? That kind of, I was surprised with that news. It kind of went. As, do you know what I mean? Like it didn't it didn't linger too long. Like it didn't what, the Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, the Freddie Gibbs it's, versus it's because Jim he came out the next day uh, on with a video showing he had no like wounds on his face or nothing. So it's like well, did he really get beaten up? Or was it just a little scuffle? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon like, yeah, like, usually up. in this day and age when something like that happens, that's a clout move. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people come yeah. out and be like, yeah, I kicked your ass. You're a bitch. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, just to, <laughs> Jim Jones, he said nothing about it, I don't think. I don't, I don't think I see anything on social media of him yeah. gloating about it. So I'm not really sure what's happened there. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking that it's probably something that like there was a scuffle but, like, it didn't really amount to anything, ultimately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, probably. That makes sense. I reckon mm. it's not over. It's like... A oh, part no, of I'll keep it simmering. No, I'll keep it simmering. But, like, from mm. my understanding, though, it seems like... It seems to me that Jim Jones is the one that controls that situation because, like, what, what is it? Um, Freddie Gibbs is from Vienna... And Jim Jones from New York. No one's going to Indiana like that, right? <laughs> it's more likely that Freddie Gibbs is going to be in New York. So, you know what I mean? What, what's going to happen in New York? It's not going to be Freddie Gibbs with advantage, is it? So, yeah. But like I said, as long as it stays on wax, the fisticuffs is so good. I don't want to hear about anyone getting shot. That's just long. Yeah. yeah. I feel like Freddie Gibbs is going to go after academics just to get that clout up again. Or he needs to do something because academics was ripping him a new one, bruv. He needs to he needs to, to take the offer for the fight and and beat him up because if he loses the fight, oh my days, he's got to retire from rap because it will never be forgotten. Alex said he just needs six months. Yeah. six months. So, so, talking about um. Fights, shootings, and so forth. A certain court case is taking place at the moment. It is Dayson. What's his name? Dayson. What? Oh, you know, Tory Lanes versus Megan Thee Stallion. 
That's Daystar. I think it's Daystar. So it is, well, I forgot what his surname is, though. But yeah, so it's looking like um, Tory Lanez is going to win this court case because somehow they can't find the bullet fragments from Megan Thee Stallion's foot. And mm-hmm. the witness statements are making it sound like Megan Thee Stallion was fighting somebody else at the time. And apparently, or allegedly, there's a video from the incident and the muzzle flash from the gun that did go off, it, the muzzle flash wasn't even near Tory Lanez. So, so he couldn't have been the one that did the shooting. So it's looking like he's in the walk free. And it explains a lot why people in the industry didn't really turn their back on Tory Lanez like that. So people like Drake, people like... Um, Drake. <laughs> There's a couple of other people that were still fucking the toilet the same way and they didn't go and jump on the Megan Thee Stallion bandwagon because they knew what the what the truth was. So yeah, um me personally, I'm I am team Tory as long as he's innocent because I think that the things just didn't add up for me. That's all I could say. Like I know that people heal up differently and whatever. I just remember like about a week after she got shot, Megan Thee Stallion was out there doing dance scenes on that same foot that got shot. And that's she had no, I, yeah, it's mad. That's like, like for me, you just the injury for a bit longer, and like for being like, oh, I can't walk for like a month. You can see me on crutches and shit like that with a boot over my foot. Like, I'd have been milking it. And then, even the stuff like, how do you actually get shot in your foot and not have any ligament or bone damage? Like, your, your foot is literally just a bunch of ligaments and bones. So, I don't even understand, but yeah. That was my, um, I literally saw her dancing and I was like, raw, her foot he- healed quick. But I wasn't sure if I was super, bugging, like bro. the time had gone by quick. I-, I just thought I was bugging. But no. It's all mad. But it's, 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 all, it's all mad. It doesn't line up. And I feel like she was probably poorly advised because, like, for me, if, if my boy was either got shot or pretended to be shot and was trying to make out that he's got a bad injury and was like, going to go to injury lawyers for you, <laughs> I'm definitely going to tell him to at least look like you're injured you know what I mean like that's the most basic thing you can do <laughs> so I don't even know yeah you know, come on look, seriously that's the most like what was she doing but yeah but anyway I think it's going to be I was hoping this thing's wrapped up before um before New Year's I hope it doesn't get carried into New Year's but um mm. we see what happens my thing with the case right is this right is if Tory gets exonerated. What are the consequences for Megan? Like, because, or do you think it can be a no quant, maybe something in the middle where there's no evidence? So, I'd assume that Tory Lane's could sue her for defamation of character and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, I'm not sure. sure. But then again, what 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 else they can do? Like, if it's like lying to police and that sort of stuff. Um, I don't know how, how that will go because I don't know what the actual precise details of the case are. Yeah, no, it's a bit nuts. I just think it's just a weird case, to be honest, because it's, it's, it's like, it's like a, it, from what people are saying is, I'm hearing things like, or reading things like that suggests that Tory was with allegedly both parties, like, I think there was three people in the car who was Megan Thee Stallion, her friend, Tori, and the driver, right? And Tori was getting it on or something with both Megan and her friends separately. 
And that's what led to the explosion or gunshots. And, I, I uh, can imagine like, he was fucking everyone. <laughs> because yeah. because I said this, the whole thing, this whole thing started off in, um, in, in what you call it, his house, isn't it? Charlie's house. Yeah, in the pool, right? So apparently he was trying to get in the cavity and then Meg got upset about that, so she left. He chased her down and then the friend was like, well, fuck it, I was fucking him too. That that little nigga getting it out, bro, getting it out there, but swinging that really everywhere. Just no, but who him. do you blame, though? <laughs> who do you actually blame? Uh, I don't know. Because I don't think my girls should be... If, if I have my girls, we should not be doing a threesome with a guy. We should not be showing that guy. No, but the thing is, Ryan. it wasn't a threesome. It was... Karen's um, Karen. I think Tori was was um, having sex with Megan's friend. And then having sex with Megan as well, and they didn't know yeah, um, that they I'm were doing as Kevin, though. Ain't no fun at the front if the homies can't have no, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I don't see my women. You're sick, but anyway, I, I think that Tori's gonna be let go, he's gonna be free, free Tori. Like a great performer. Yeah, he did that video ages ago, like explaining the situation, right? Mm. Saying that um, he didn't shoot her, like actually explaining that it was like, like I think there was um, a bullet did go off. There was a gun that was shot, but it wasn't him, and he didn't shoot her. She cut her foot on glass. Yeah, that's uh, correct. That's what I meant as well. That basically, and that's why the bullet fragment thing is so important because. Like, this is the thing that if, okay, if, if the bullet fragments in her foot, then surely a doctor took it out. So the doctor, yeah, so basically, he was saying look. she went to the hospital and he yeah, was just so like, he said, so it's like that, a random doctor. Surely the doctor didn't, surely the doctor that took them out would know, you know what I mean? Yeah. That the bullet fragments and but it would remember that, doing it. From his story, right, from his side, he said that the police were called. If she was shot in the foot, the police would have reported it. Um, Apparently, her side of the story was like she was just trying to protect them because they're all black men, and like police brutality was the argument she was singing. Um, and then before them under the bus, yeah. So and then she went to the um, hospital and like got her foot looked at. So Tori was basically saying, "How can a police officer and a doctor miss the fact that you've been shot? Like nobody's report says you've been shot." So she was clearly lying. Yeah, I agree. So it's a, it's a shame. I I genuinely don't think it's down to her, to be honest. I think people are whispering in her ear. And she's probably been given bad advice. And it worked, though. Bad advice, it worked. Her career has taken off on a mad trajectory because of the shooting. Or alleged shooting, yeah. shall But also because... Like she knows how to pick good singles as well. Do you know what that's I mean? Like that. Ah, it's not that. It's because of the hype. No, when, that's when, hard to be when, and and when, um, when, when she exactly got shot, yeah, though, everyone's like, "Oh my god, poor Megan, we must take care no, of her." That's that was crazy. I'm sorry. That's the with or without. Yeah, 
Those songs, that song, that song was brazy anyway. But I mean, I want specifically that situation. I think she's probably been given bad advice. She's gone with it, and obviously, if what has been alleged is true, like her, she's probably hurt from what her friend has done. It's like, fuck this guy. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, send his ass to jail, and she's probably gone with the story to the detriment. <laughs> and I don't think, and you know, when you can sometimes. Or how people sometimes convince themselves to the point where they they won't change it, even though they know it's bullshit. Bro, there like, is I know, I know you know that for sure. No laugh like a woman scorned, and believe me, yep. yeah, this is a one hundred percent true fact. So. Yeah, whatever happens to her, happens to her. Like, if she's been lying on the guy's name like that, really fucking with his freedom, then I have no sympathy for whatever happens to her after. Yeah, talking about freedom. <laughs> talking about freedom and being in prison and life in prison and all them things. Talk about Bobby Schroeder. Oh, I love Bobby. <laughs> So he's been on the he's been on radio recently. I think it's Hot ninety seven. He was saying how he's was when he came out of prison. He was addicted to sex. Uh, he was just having sex all the time, all the time when he came out. And like you know, people forgetting it that when guys are in prison, obviously they can't have sex with women in it. So like times are hard for them, literally. Mm-hmm. But obviously, a lot of people have been having a go at Bobby for some of those shall we say fruity behaviour I think that's maybe the wrong word to use but it's it's not behaviour that you'd expect from a gangster rapper shall we say right the way he's dancing but Bobby's I I don't class Bobby as a gangster rapper there bro he was in a GS9 set and he went to prison for murder or attempted murder like I don't know what to be, what does he do to be more gangster than that? Like, literally, like, literally, like, what do you do to be more gangster than that? And he was a rapper, of course, so yeah, he was a gangster rapper. By the way, he's come out and, like, you know, he's been, he's been popping his booty, dancing around and stuff like that. And people have not been, a, people have been wondering, like, what was he really doing in prison? So one, he's come out and said, "No, don't say people. You mainly. It's no, you. it's not just me. It's not just me, right? It's not just me. Do you know why I know it's me? Because I look in the shade room comments as well, <laughs> and then people will be saying the same thing as me. Like, why is this guy shaking his ass so much? I don't. But know. you know what? I feel like people just like there's such a, I don't know, a mold for what masculinity needs to look like." Yeah, it's never gonna be shaking your booty, bro. No, but you know, you could just actually be yourself, like you know, white guys they just do stuff. Oh, wait, hold on, non oh, yeah, yeah, but they're fully straight, like it's just like banter. Do you know what I mean? So, and I also think the cultural thing as well, like in a past life, Bobby Schmurder was definitely Congolese. Like the way his you want us to get cancelled in Congo or something? Like, bro, come on, man. No, but that's if you know. I'm not. I'm not sure if you've grown up around Congolese people, but Congolese guys. 
Yeah, I grew up around Congolese people, so like I, I've I've seen it firsthand, man. The the rotation's crazy. Like it's just getting it. Like oh, like man. I thought the, the Caribbean people had it had it nuts, but nah, man. Cong Congolese people have a different. Anyway, I go it goes. I go back. I say that to say, like masculinity in certain cultures is different. Like. I don't see Bobby Smyler as someone that is free because he loves to dub. I just see it as someone, I think, what I do think is his music right now isn't hitting like it did a couple of years ago. And I feel as though the people that embraced him for being gangster and, you know, holding it down, they need to kind of help him and kind of bring him up. I mean, so this is so shaking our booties. Oh, here we go. <laughs> He's making booty shaky music, so. Bro, like, well, you know what I'm saying? Those gangsters need to teach you how to make the music for now, innit? Oh, he needs to just basically get a really good producer that's making beats that people are liking right now. Because there's plenty of, of talented producers around, and I'm sure that there's record label given the backing to do it. He's just a people. we should link up with 6ix9ine, man. 6ix9ine was the only rapper that had his back when he was in jail. And he put him on stupid. And and now look at it. Now look at the situation. That's probably why his career is going downhill, to be honest with you. But in his defense, Wiz Khalifa's come up and he said that, you know, people need to stop being able to, to, to Bobby and he appreciates his dance moves. Because like not many guys can dance that well, he said. And also, Cardi B said that she used to go visit Rikers. Most of the time, Bobby Shmurda and Roddy Rebel were um, in solitary confinement, so they couldn't even come to the visitations because they was out there fighting. So, don't you think that this is so mad? Like, you had to prove that you're not free because you're in solitary confinement. No, don't but you I think, think he, that... was, he was in solitary confinement because he was that fighting all the time. So. Do you get That's what I'm saying, Manny? Like, the only reason oh, why he's, he's, he's not gay is because he was in solitary confinement. What the fuck? Well, but that's the thing. That doesn't really mean no. that he's not gay, but, it, like, you know, there's plenty of gay people that bind someone over. Like, you know, that's, that's a minor. You know, I mean, being gay doesn't mean that you can't beat someone up. Do you know what I think dance, it, man, it, and you lot face your front because you lot can't dance. Yeah. Not being able to dance. Loud him, man. Shaking your booty, dancing that mean you're gay. Shaking your booty in that manner would maybe raise questions. But, but no, is, and again, I think that's definitely a Western thing, right? In Africa, like Ghana, so guys shake their booty, bro. I didn't care. A lot of countries around the world, it's acceptable to shake that ass as a dude. Do you know what I'm saying? Manny, do like, you don't have to present it to another guy. Manny, do you shake that ass? Manny, do you shake that ass? Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Big up you, Bobby Schroeder, man. Don't let these haters... With the frigid masculinity, Bro, you that's the it. thing, right? That's the thing. Like, I, I think a man should be able to do whatever he wants to do, right? Don't get it wrong. I, 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 I don't, don't think, think you that, do think that. I, I don't, don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't think that shaking your booty means that you're gay either. Like, and even if he was gay, that's irrelevant, right? My point is that the image of a gangster rapper, 
How many? How, hold on. How many gangster rappers even dance full stop? I can't think of any. Yeah, but I can't think of any. Like even like, when you pop in, whatever. Like I can't think of any gangster rappers that dance. They just lean back. Yeah, we shouldn't. We shouldn't be crippling <laughs> men by this. Men should have the freedom to do what they want in terms of dancing. This is this is why I hate street ethics. I hate street ethics. My man sat down for seven years to abide yep. by the laws of the street to yep. help his Brody and come out. Yeah. But as soon as he comes out and shakes his ass Shake <laughs> that paper, the streets turn on him. I hate the streets. I hate the streets. That's why I say that's why I'm so big on six nine here, because the streets one is bullshit. One second, man. One second. Has line. he made a song? Has he made a good song yet? This is come on. I haven't heard any of his songs. Look at that. You haven't heard any of his songs because they're not good, money. If he'd released a banger, then the streets would be definitely rocking with it. If he just like, it's not difficult nowadays to make a decent track because it's like a a recipe you can follow basically to get a decent track out there, and he's not following it. If he did that, the streets would be fucking with him and that would just be that. I was getting one of the hottest producers in the game to make the beat and then just chat some shit about cocaine and drugs and sex. Or oh, God, you know, more people will not be listening to that. But, okay, but my point is, yeah, that the world will. Like, they, it will do decent. It might not be a number one, but it will get, like, top 50, top 20. You know what I mean? And then and then that way you say you had another hit again. But it's like, he's not doing it. So, yeah. Let's get little baby on the song with you. There you go. It's sorted. It's another hit. No, Bobby Schmurder, what he needs to do, yeah, come to the UK, link up with someone like called Backroad G, yeah, learn some <laughs> of the, you know what I mean? Like, my man will teach you about your spiritual, like, I feel like they, they, you're not wrong, like, energy gods. You like, need to just befriend the UK rapper and, and, and get that, that, that cross, cross Atlantic, like, Afro it doesn't have to be athletes. Any any no. popping UK rapper, get you should just like friend Dave or, or Stormzy or no, to the rigid ones. What I'm saying is he needs an elastic one, someone that makes beats that oh, moves. Uh -huh. Backward G don't put no, don't don't shake his ass though. Bro, Backroad G doesn't shake his ass. None, no, no rappers what, shake their ass. Shake his ass, though. But they, they make, he knows how to shake a leg. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like gangster. He knows how to make songs that make you want to shake a leg. Come on, man. Um. So, yeah, that's my thoughts anyway. Like, definitely needs to link up with someone that's on his wavelength. Either in the UK or in America, because all this bullshit about him, like people questioning his uh, sexuality because of his clips, I, I just think that ain't on. That's just me on that one. Yeah, let the man dance. That's my thing. Jeez. Dude, so, um, should we move on to another thing then? I, I think we've only got one more topic left, you know. Or is there more? No, I think it's just one. You're right. Yeah. It's 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 little Kimberly. Little Kimberly. 
Lil Kim's made a horrific music video, and I don't oh, know what the fuck she was thinking. And I can only assume uh, that Fifty Cent's really busy right now because he hasn't said anything about it. Fifty. <laughs> <laughs> 50 Cent binds his time with this stuff. I feel like he has a folder where he collects all this material. And when things are slow, he drops that. He'll, he'll cuss someone on his page. Mike, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So this video then, what's everyone's thoughts? For me, I feel as though Little Kim hasn't really been Little Kim since Lady Marmalade. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of feel like at this point in time, like she kind of needs to just drop it you know what i mean i'm not saying like, i don't want to be ageist or anything i feel as though but i do kind of feel as though quality needs don't to ruin be your legacy. yeah don't ruin your legacy yeah that's a good way of putting it yeah like don't ruin your legacy by putting out crap music do you know what i mean like right now she should be sitting on a catalog going on tour mm. just collecting that coin I just think to myself, right, there's no reason for her to be doing what she's doing. I'm pretty sure the money's slow, like she's still got money, and all she's doing is making stuff look cheaper. She's getting more surgery, releasing shit music, putting out horrific music videos. Like, like why? Like, she's looking as a legend of hip hop, right? She could mm -hmm. literally get, like, um, up and coming artists that's, got, that's full of creativity. Or whatever to write out a song, get an up and coming artist, like an up and coming producer that's full of quality, get them to make the beat, and then she can make a, a decent song that way. If she doesn't want to work with established artists or if she can't afford to. What she's doing here is just fucking nonsense, man. She's just sang it up. But don't you think also, like the whole little, that little disagreement she had with Nicki Minaj earlier on, like a few years ago? It kind of just also curtailed her like legacy a bit. It might, it might be that. But then at the same time, mm -hmm. she's she's making Nicki Minaj look good. Yeah, really good. Yeah, I don't know. I just think coming out of a Christmas song right now isn't the lick, especially if. It's a shit song. Like, I think she has probably too many yes people around her that are not giving her the true facts. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's for sure. That's for sure. That's for sure. Maybe she just doesn't have any money because it did look quite low budget. Maybe, like, budget is a bit tight. So she had to do what she could do. That's entirely possible to see. Yeah, they looked a bit... Um, uh, it gave me... Do you remember them twins that were on Love Island and they were in that music video once? 
I don't watch that shit. Yeah, yeah, I know you're talking about. You know I what I'm talking about. Really? I swear I love Highland the Watcher. Yeah. And right. they put in the video, right? And the video yeah, was yeah. horrible. That's what it reminded me of. Just like softcore. So is it softcore? Soft porn. Yeah. That that yeah. sort of like trying to tantalize you, but no, 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 no. Yeah, it was a bit shocking. It was, wasn't it? Oh, okay, one last topic, right? Carl Rittenhouse. Did you see his... Um, wait, wait, wait. We're going to get there. Before we move on, I want to see the name of the video is called Santa Papi by Lil Kim. So if you want to watch it, guys, Santa go to YouTube and, and run the numbers up. How, what did you say, Santa Papi? Yeah, Santa Papi. Santa Papi. Santa Papi. <laughs> yeah, I'll stop there. <laughs> Go on. Carl Rittenhouse, you were saying. That's wanker. Did you say you're going to wank over little Kim's video? So what? No, I'm saying that you, like, our listeners should run the video up, like watch it, see for themselves what they think about it. You know? Uh, okay, cool. Come. <laughs> Um, all right, so with regards to this car right now, this so car right now is the guy that went into a BM, BLM protest with, so I think he was 17 or 16, with a massive rifle um, to try and keep the peace. Ended up getting into it with some of the protesters. Um, had, because in America you have stand your ground laws. And I think the protesters tried to take his weapon and then he papped two of them. And he was found not guilty based on these stand your ground laws. And now he has become a right wing conservative hero. Okay. Crazy. He literally had. He literally had, like, the video I saw, he was, like, in some sort of exhibition space. So, like, imagine walking out, like, at that O2 Arena, for example. But he had fireworks going off, his name on, on the screen. And he looked like a, it was like a WWE ring entrance. That's literally what it was like, right? And I couldn't believe what I was seeing. This guy said he's not he's not racist, right? He's, he's just a, a normal guy, a kid that wants to defend... The, the property because he foresaw the BLM people um, causing damage, whatever. But you think he's done since he's come out of prison as, as being the opposite. He's actively embracing these, these white supremacists, and I just don't understand how. How okay, well, I do understand how he got away with it because America's racist, but it's just so fucked up. It really is. It's like I just don't know, man. Like the, the the maddest thing for me, right, is that the people he killed are actually white. He killed two white people, but they yeah. were um, activists, though. So they were obviously supporting Black Lives Matter, supporting black people. So I guess the other white people just they don't care about those white people. white people at this exhibition don't care about white people that support BLM matters. So yeah, yeah. but it's just so crazy for me. It's all that a bit is, mad, isn't 
It is mad. Like America's just back. Didn't they do the same with um, is it George Zimmerman? Like he's he, he goes to um, he goes to like gun exhibitions and signs people's guns and signs autographs of people and stuff like that. But, like this is mad. These people go to these NRA um, gun exhibitions, buy guns. And they get someone that's only famous for killing a black kid. He's not. He was nothing else other than that, you know. And they want him to sign their gun. So, what do you think they intend to do with the gun themselves? Like, it's just incredible. I feel like it's almost like a hint. Like, it's like I want your signature because I want to be you, and I want yeah. to do what you've done. He's the hero. He's a hero because he shot a nigger. That's literally it. I and feel me, like that's so wild. Because you it know what it is? It's not even crazy. just like it's a black person. It's a black child. Like, you exactly. killed a child. Trayvon yeah. Martin was still under 18. I think he was like 15, wasn't he? 14, 15? That's mad. I thought he was like 12. That's oh, it's crazy. It's so crazy, that's but like, that, that's the country, isn't it? That's the country, so... Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, Come. Well, I guess that brings our first live podcast to a close. I liked it as well. It was a bit scary on that, but we had a few people <laughs> pop in on that. But I need to figure out how we can get more people. Maybe I'm I didn't get a time. as well, by the way. We're gonna to have to come up on your own Twitter account, okay? Don't be hiding behind the ears. <laughs> no, 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 The, the thing yeah. is, it's like we have to, in order to generate like traffic towards the handle, in it. That's why. Yeah. So next time I can, can we can get yeah, someone to launch, launch it. On, we can get someone to launch it on the ASOS account, but then you also need to join on your own private. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, the problem. Cool. But also, I was thinking. Um, what we could do as well, we, maybe if we schedule the next one in, in advance so you guys are more aware of what we're doing, because obviously we only decided to do this today. So we could give you guys a heads up next time and you will know to join if you wish to beforehand. Um, in terms of schedule for next week, we'll probably have next week off, right? And then back in the new year. Um, probably not. Just next. We could discuss it. We could discuss it. Let's discuss that one offline. So, in case you don't, <laughs> in case we don't, we'll see you we'll see but hopefully we'll see you before then. All right. Yeah. Okay, guys. Take care, everybody. Yeah. Hold on. Wait, wait. We got to get bang those social media oh, as well. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. See, because we're on social already, it kind of feels a weird one, isn't it? Like, oh, you're ready. Um, <laughs> Alright, yeah. cool. Follow me on Emmanuel Snighty on Twitter. Follow the ESource handle, ESource underscore on Twitter as well. And Morvali. Follow me, Morvali, at Morvali, which is M O R V I A L E E. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter. Um, you can follow me at Mr. Matty Lee on Twitter and at Mr. underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. I also want to give a big shout out to Mr. Jackson. He's been yeah, yeah. from the beginning of this recording to the end. We've had mm-hmm. other people jumping in, jumping out, which we respect that too. But this is my guy. 
it sticks around. So yeah, lots of love. And anyway, guys, we see you. We see you. All right. Take care. Oh. Be safe, everyone. Have a merry Christmas. The ASOS podcast.